Good morning. Today is Wednesday, April 28th, 2021. Yesterday we discussed a lesson that is relevant to every single one of us that comes from the beginning of this week's Parsha, the Parsha of Emar, concerning the rules that prohibit a Kohen from coming into contact with a dead body. And that applies even today. And that prevents a Kohen from attending a funeral or visiting a cemetery. And we discussed the exceptions to that rule. So that we discussed yesterday. At the end of that section of the Torah in our Parsha, the Torah has the following concluding verse. The Torah says, after reviewing the laws that apply to a Kohen, Ushmartem mitzvosai. Now, I'm going to translate this the way that we normally translate it. Ushmartem mitzvosai. God says, and you shall observe my commandments. Vasisem osam. And you shall fulfill them or obey them, do them. Ani Hashem, I am, I am God. I am God that commands you and you should observe them and fulfill them. Okay, it makes perfect sense. That's the way we normally translate this phrase. Ushmartem mitzvosai, you should observe my commandments. This word ushmartem, we use in different contexts. For example, we might say about a person that they are Shomer Shabbos. Shomer Shabbos means a person who observes Shabbat, as opposed to a person who is not Shomer Shabbos, who does not observe Shabbat. We use the phrase, we might say about a person, that person is Shomer Torah Mitzvah. That person observes the Torah and the commandments, of course, to the best of their ability. Nobody is perfect, but we that's a phrase we use. Shomer Torah Mitzvah. A person is observant. A person tries to fulfill the mitzvahs. The Chsam Sofer, points out that the word ushmartem in this context means something much, much more. From the word shamar, which means to guard or to protect, in this context of relating to the commandments means to cherish, to await, to anticipate being able to perform these commandments to look forward to being able to observe and fulfill these commandments. It's not just doing it, but loving it and running after the opportunity to be able to do it. We have another example of this attitude later in our Parsha, because in our Parsha MR, we also have near the end of the parsha, the mitzvah of Sfiras HaOmer, counting the Omer. So we count the days from the second day of Pesach until Shavuos, and every day we count. Today, by the way, is the 31st day of the Omer, and we're counting up to 50, which is the holiday of Shavuos. Why are we counting these days? So there are several layers and several components to this mitzvah, but the most basic is it connects Pesach to Shavuos. It creates a bridge 
where leaving Egypt is connected to arriving at Mount Sinai, which happened 50 days later, and receiving the Torah from God directly at Mount Sinai. Our rabbis in the Medrash suggest that right after the Jewish people left Egypt, they started to complain to God, which <laughs> it's not so unusual, but they complained to God, why aren't we at Sinai now? How long is it going to take us to get to Sinai? Our desire to leave Egypt is not just to be free from Egypt, we've discussed this before, but to be free to receive the Torah and to be obligated in the commandments. So when are we going to get there? How long is it going to take? We want to be there right now, the day after leaving. Are we there yet? That's what the Jewish people Are we there yet? Are we there yet? So God said to them, no, it's going to take 50 days. On the 50th day, you will arrive at Mount Sinai and I will reveal myself to you and I will give you the commandments. So the Jewish people started to count because it was something that they were looking forward to. So they counted. Ah, today's the first day. Today's the second day. Today is Today is the 31st day. Oh, we're getting closer. We're getting closer. In other words, the mitzvah of counting the Omer is to imbue within us not only the importance of studying the Torah, of observing the mitzvahs, fulfilling the commandments, but to love doing it, to look forward to doing it. The mitzvah is to anticipate the opportunity to be able to fulfill a commandment of God. And that is the goal for us of these days. We count the Omer and what that should mean for us, what we should be thinking about when we say, for example, today, today is the 31st day of the Omer. What the goal of, of this practice is to develop this anticipation and zeal for performing mitzvot within ourselves, not just to observe or fulfill them, to do them, but to run after the opportunity to be able to love to do a mitzvah. So I want to share with you a story. It's a very powerful story. And I heard the story from Rabbi Pesach Kron. And the story goes like this. Many years ago in Amsterdam, the community dedicated a new cemetery. That's a very rare event. I have never in my lifetime uh, participated or even heard of dedicating a new cemetery. But there is a ceremony. <laughs> there is such a thing as a ceremony because, I mean you realize that there comes a certain point where the existing cemetery is full. So you need a new cemetery. So you got to start somewhere. At some point, there's a new cemetery. And there is a ceremony, a Jewish ceremony for dedicating a new cemetery. So it happened many years ago in Amsterdam that they purchased the land for a new ceremony, for a new cemetery. And they had the ceremony of dedicating this as a Jewish cemetery and everyone in the Jewish community attended the ceremony and it was a very memorable event. You would never forget 
having attended such an event in your life. Okay. Well, <clears throat> as you can imagine, some short time later, somebody passed away. <laughs> and they had the, in quotation marks, the honor, I'm not sure it's the, an honor, to be the first person buried in this cemetery. Okay, fine. If you're going to dedicate a new cemetery, you're going to fill it with with burials. I mean, that's that's what it's for. Okay. Now, the way it worked in Amsterdam at that time was very different than what we're used to here in Montreal or anywhere else that I know of. And that is, the way it would work in Amsterdam at that time is, uh, uh, the funeral would take place, they would carry the body in a, a casket to the cemetery. And then when they arrived at the cemetery, they would dig the grave and then they would put the body in and then they would fill the grave with earth, the, the, the funeral. But that's what they used to do. At this first funeral in the new cemetery, they arrived and they saw that the grave was already dug, which again, there and that time, that was never ever done. And no one could understand how is it possible that the grave is already dug? I mean, we just got here. We always do it when we arrive. Who would have done such a thing? Couldn't figure it out. So after the funeral, they looked into it and they eventually found out that there it was a Kohen in the city and never in his life had he ever merited the mitzvah of burying someone. To, to participate in burying a person is a mitzvah. It's an honor to the person who's passed away to bury them. Even for us today, okay, uh, we don't usually uh, um, uh, 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 dig the hole to, to open the, the grave, but uh, at most funerals, uh, people participate in putting earth in to cover the grave. That's a mitzvah. That's a mitzvah. So this Kohen, never in his life had he ever fulfilled that mitzvah because our Parsha, a Kohen, is not allowed to come into contact with a dead body. So that means a Kohen is not allowed to come into a cemetery, not allowed to participate in a funeral. Again, with the exceptions that we mentioned, but let's leave the exceptions to the side. So he never had this opportunity because a Kohen is not allowed to come into proximity to uh, a dead body. And remember what we said yesterday, that the definition of this prohibition is a Kohen is not allowed to come within eight feet of a dead body. But when this Kohen found out that a Jew had died and was going to be buried in a new cemetery where no one else was yet buried, that means that even though there was a ceremony dedicating this as a cemetery, but there were no bodies buried there yet. Once the first body is buried there, that Kohen will never ever be able to enter the cemetery again. 
but before the first, he can come in. And therefore, he was overjoyed at the opportunity to be able to fulfill a mitzvah of opening the grave before the first body gets there to fulfill the mitzvah of burying someone which never in his life had he had the opportunity to do and never again in his life would he have the opportunity to do. In other words, here's a man who lived his whole life waiting for the opportunity to fulfill a mitzvah which was unavailable to him. But he so much wanted to do it that when a rare moment came that he could possibly do it, he ran to dig up the grave himself in order to have a share in that rare mitzvah that he would never ever be able to do again. That's an example of ushmartem es mitzvosai, not just to fulfill, to do a mitzvah, but to live our lives anticipating and looking forward to the opportunity to be able to do it because it's something that we love. It's something that we run after and we await and we anticipate. And that is what we should be working on these days as we count the Omer to think about developing this attitude within ourselves to run after the opportunity to fulfill God's words, to anticipate and look forward to any opportunity we have to fulfill a commandment that God has given us. My friends, I want to wish you a great day and I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.